Thank you for tuning in. I would like to invite you to just be aware of this present moment. And we can do that together by pausing and taking a deep breath through your nose and out through your mouth. Two more times. Great. I hope you find what you're looking for in this podcast. Enjoy! Hi, welcome to my podcast, Meditate with Samara. The intention of this podcast is to share stories and insights from people all over the world about how we can improve our quality of life with many different things. And today we are going to talk about how we can build bridges between people and countries with a very special guest. He is a friend of mine, Renny Roos. And to introduce Renny, Renny is the founder of Asia Consulting, Indonesia Nederland Youth Society, or INYS, and Creating Vibes. Since 2012, Renny is connecting and leading students and young professionals in Asia and Europe to create equal opportunities for others. And on a personal level, Renny encourages young people to create similar organizations like the INYS in order to stimulate friendships and strengthen the ties between countries starting at a youth level. Welcoming to this podcast. Hi, Renny. Hi, hi. Good morning. Good morning, indeed, in the Netherlands. How are you today? Pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's Monday. It's another start of a fresh week. And uh, what better way to start my week than to call with a friend in Jakarta? Yes, thank you so much for allowing myself to talk to you such early time in the morning and talking about something important. And it's not that. It, it's already 10.30, right? <laughs> not that early anymore. <laughs> oh, that's good that there's a distinction between that because some for some people, you know, because of the pandemic, all the times are blurry, the days are blurry, but that's good to hear that there's still that distinction on your side. <laughs> a little bit. Renny, can you please introduce a little bit more about yourself to our listeners so we can get to know you better? Yeah, well, you, you just basically described uh, what, what I do, or at least the, the platforms that I use. Uh, to do what I do. I really like to connect people. I like to learn from other people. And um, I try to do that uh, with my own company, Asia Consulting, with Ines and with Creating Vibes. I think the majority of the day, uh, I would like to spend talking to other people and to see how we can uh, build bridges between our companies, uh, our communities, our uh, cultures and uh, our countries, basically, to see um, what we can learn from each other and how we can improve ourselves. That is so important. And I feel being able to collaborate and find ways to collaborate is so important and so beneficial for both sides. And in that sense, I also want to ask you first, what do you believe about the importance of collaboration? What does it mean for you? Well, the, the importance of collaboration, I, th I think is key. I think like I'm a big fan of reading and, and every now and then I read lovely books about different people and you can see that in the world, the people that have had the most impact, they were capable of working with other people if you some people are really good at what they do but they are very um, they can they cannot work with other people so they won't go very far it's the people that are capable of inspiring other people to work with them that can really have a lasting impact on societies and on individuals 
and uh, I think that is very much uh, why I think collaboration is always important because uh, if you have an idea yourself, uh, you can really help yourself with it if, if you really believe in, in that idea. But if you can share your idea and uh, work together with others to, I don't know, uh, further develop that idea, then it has a lasting impact. I'm not so sure if that's a, a good answer on your question, but I'd say a collaboration by collaborating with other people, uh, you can further build on each other's ideas. That is a great answer, Rennie, to be honest, because I love what you said about creating lasting impact for society or for more people than yourself, because that is what I tend to see as well when you are able to collaborate and find synergy. In your personal experience, because you have been working everywhere or more with a lot of people internationally as well, how has collaborating create lasting impact in either your life or other in what you do? I'm not so sure if it's a lasting impact yet, perhaps not reaching that stage, but what I've seen that collaboration helped me with is that it puts things in a broader perspective. By working with a lot of different people from all over the world, I see things differently than uh, before. I'd say I'm, I've been very blessed uh, by the fact that I got the opportunity to meet so many different people and it really broadened my yeah, horizon, sort of say. I remember uh, a session uh, we, we organized with the previous Minister of Foreign Affairs from the Netherlands and he said, which I think is a very wonderful quote, uh, a fish does not know what water is until you get the fish out of the water because then he knows what water is and how important it is to him. And I think that's very much in line with collaboration and with having a lasting, perhaps, uh, impact on societies. If you're only in your own bubble, it's very difficult to see what's outside your bubble and what your own bubble looks like. And by collaborating with people from different bubbles, sort of say, uh, you really change your perspective. And perhaps that's a lasting impact. That's a great analogy. I love that. Being able to see other people to see your own bubble your experience and, and where they're at i would like to also actually dig deep a little bit more on this so how can you for example meet so many people from all around the world like what are the qualities that you can share to our listeners that they can broaden their horizon from people who are different so diversity and probably not just from other countries but many different layers of differences well, looking back on my own life, I think for, for some things, I've, been, I've just been extremely lucky. I participated in several programs in my life uh, while I was studying. I was selected to represent the Netherlands in uh, two speaking competitions in Malaysia, uh, which was very, yeah, I think I was just very lucky that I was the right person at the right time to, to, to be selected for that. Uh, because of that program, I wasn't able to meet every year, uh, I think 70 people from 70 different countries. I also got a scholarship to go to Indonesia where I participated in a program also with like 50 different nationalities. So I'd say that's where I was lucky to physically meet all those different people. Having said that, that was also in a time where technology was not, well, there was technology, but technology is a bit different now, especially due to COVID. Right now, the fact that we can call this easily, like 10 years ago, we would not have been capable of doing it. And with technology, I think that enables a lot of people now to really reach out to people from uh, other countries. Uh, over the past few weeks, I've joined a lot of conferences that are free for young people globally. And I think those conferences really enable us to meet with other people and to learn more about their life. And I think that's 
an important factor. I think still people in certain countries, they are still struggling to have uh, the technology or perhaps access to internet. But at least now it is less of a burden than, for example, having to fly somewhere and to, to spend time in another country, which is normally very costly. So I think technology there has improved uh, drastically and enables young people now all over the world to at least get to know people from different countries. And I really hope that in schools, starting in elementary school uh, in the future, uh, countries are already connecting with other schools in other countries, because I think it's very important to, uh, like I already mentioned, to learn more about other people, other cultures and from different regions. So I really think that technology enables us to do that now. Yeah, part of that is uh, now we have the, the opportunity to listen to other people that we normally would not have access to. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's really true because I get to talk to you. I have also joined classes from the States and from the Netherlands with participants from all over the world and all different ages. And that wouldn't happen if you know everyone's not at home majority of the time right now and hope majority of the time. I also want to highlight that the first time that I met you was also through, I think, your work of collaboration. And I find that very impressive, what you were doing with Franceda Foundation a few years back. Oh, yeah. 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 Honestly, I think that's one of the most exciting programs uh, I've ever organized in my life. Like yesterday, I had a discussion with, with a friend as well. And he's saying, yeah, to be honest, we are quite blessed that we are getting paid for stuff that we really love to do. A lot of people in this world, they're uh, working to make ends meet. Uh, they're working because they need the money to survive. Uh, whereas over the past few years, I've been really blessed to organize programs like the Innovation Lab that I had to organize for the Franceda Foundation, where we brought together 16 leaders from Indonesia and the Netherlands, and we let them work together to come up with sustainable solutions for nonprofit organizations. And I got paid to do that, which is uh, amazing because not only did we bring these people together? For me, personally, I learned so much from all these wonderful people that joined this program. Their ideas and also the NGOs that we worked with. We worked with a floating hospital in Indonesia. And for the people, I'm not sure who is watching uh, this show, but Indonesia is like a massive country uh, with many amazing and wonderful islands. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm not on all the islands, there are medical specialists, uh, doctors, hospitals available. So with this floating hospital, they would sail to all islands, basically in Indonesia, to provide healthcare that people need there. And I thought that's wonderful. And if you meet all these doctors behind that initiative, it's just very inspiring. And for me, yeah, to be a tiny part of that, to bring all those people together, is just a very uh, fulfilling and very, uh, yeah, very lucky for me to be a part of that. I genuinely appreciate your humbleness, Renny. But I think you have created more lasting impact than you're crediting for right now. For example, that you are helping people collaborate and meet each other and help through the innovation lab, which I was there to see the end presentation or at least that, that bit of the story. And I was very impressed with what everyone was doing. So thank you for doing that. But thank you for, for joining the event <laughs> as well. Perhaps you can uh, participate in it uh, in the future. Yeah, maybe. I'll, I'll have a, a think about it if the opportunity comes up. Circling back to talking about collaboration, Renny, we've talked about the importance of collaboration and your experience as well. And right now, how are you collaborating more in terms of the COVID pandemic? Because I have been watching and listening to 
your work through creating vibes and I would love to talk to you more about it. Yeah, well, um, as you know, as, as you, you live in the Netherlands as well, we are now still in a partial lockdown, uh, which means that we kind of need to stay at home, kind of need to work from home. Yeah, if you live in an uh, apartment like me, then the walls can perhaps look closer coming at you uh, every day. So you need to uh, come up with creative ways to stay healthy, to stay fit. And uh, one of the ways that worked for me was to call with friends. Uh, so not only in the Netherlands, but also abroad. And uh, when I was calling a friend, I think in Myanmar, I thought, hey, this conversation is very interesting to learn more, not only for myself, but also for other people uh, about the situation in Myanmar. Uh, so from that conversation, I thought, why not call a friend in a different country every day and do it online so that other people can learn something about their situation as well? Because I think with this COVID situation, I think every country is focusing more or less on themselves first. Uh, I think that's a global trend. Uh, over the past 10 years, countries are more inwards focusing instead of outwards. And especially uh, with the previous American president as a, the role model there, uh, America first and everybody else uh, second. I would see it the other way around. I would love to, to see that borders open up and that people work together more so i think it's very important that people learn more about like i previously mentioned how the situation is in other countries so for that reason i started calling a friend every day in uh, november ranging from uzbekistan to gambia to australia to uh, grenada all over the world i tried to find out how the situation was there and to learn from from them how they are dealing with COVID because uh, what I've learned so far, like in the Netherlands, we really can't complain uh, is my perspective. Uh, well, a lot of Dutch people are still complaining about all the rules that we have here. Companies are struggling, including my own company. It's not going very well because of COVID, because of all the restrictions. We can't travel. We can't really organize physical programs anymore. But in the Netherlands, we are really blessed with support from the government. Companies can apply for certain grants or certain loans. Yeah, whereas in other countries, uh, they are less lucky. Governments, they would, yeah, they, some people, they think, okay, for example, like in Gambia, I spoke with my friend Abu Bakr and he said, yeah, well, uh, we don't really believe in COVID because we think COVID was made up by the government so that our government can uh, gain more money from the UN and other institutions to uh, fill their own pockets. So it's just made up and we don't really believe it. So it's just, it really depends on where you are in the world and how the COVID situation is there. So I think uh, with this uh, initiative, I really wanted to share with people how uh, what lessons we can learn from other countries and from, from other young people. That is really inspiring. I saw your content and I was watching a few videos and it does help me see my situation and perspective differently. So kudos to you for starting that, the conversation, so that people can also learn from what you're sharing. So that's something that's really helpful if people are willing to you know, look at that perspective and try to learn from it. Well, thank you for watching. And happy to hear that you uh, got something out of it. I think that's uh, always uh, worth doing stuff like this. If, if it has an impact on only one person or if some one person learns something out of it, then it's already uh, working, I'd say. Coming into more of collaborating and bridging people, what can people do to be more collaborative? Because there are challenges for people to collaborate. For example, they don't know what to collaborate with or 
they don't know what the opportunities are or they're too afraid to try and there are other challenging things. What can people do, Rennie, following from your experience? I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the easiest way to, to collaborate and to approach other people is to um, be humble and ask for advice. Uh, like usually the way how my collaboration start is that I would contact somebody and probably ask him or her uh, for how would you do certain things or can you share something about your programs or whatever and then build from that. And I think the first step is to ask for advice and then really listen to what that person is doing because I think a lot of people, they really like to talk about themselves in general, their accomplishments or things. A lot of people are not appreciated enough. They do amazing stuff, but nobody listens to them. So if you ask a person, can you talk a little bit about yourself? what you're doing with this podcast as well. It gives them a platform to share their ideas. And if you really listen, those are the, the first two steps in, in collaboration, I think. If you listen and if you see something where you have a connection, then you can build on that and explore further a collaboration. That's actually very insightful. I'll try to do that next time for inviting my other guests. Thank you for the inspiration, Rin. You well, you're already doing that, right? Every day with, with these calls, you're already listening to people. That is true. And I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity, really, because I get to understand and listen more about other people and the way they think and what's important for them. And thank you also for sharing what's important for you, especially in collaborating. Well, I'd, I'd say also in terms of collaborating, my approach really changed with experience, I'd say, because initially when I started Enos, it was eight years ago, I think, 2012, I was more or less telling people what I wanted and not completely listening, or at least only I had a certain vision or a certain idea, and I only listened partially to what I wanted to hear to further develop that vision. I think now I have a more or less a different approach to really value uh, other people's opinion and not only focus listening to what you want to hear. I think I've, I've really uh, I've come a long way there because I, I know from, from if I look back at certain meetings now, at the beginning I would have done things differently. And uh, instead of push my own opinion, yeah, I really listen to others as well. Mm, thank you for sharing that. I also want to add in a little bit what I have been learning um, the past two months now. I joined a class. It's called a compassion cultivation training class, basically. And then we learn how to compassionately listen, which is to listen without wanting to judge or comment or say whatever's in your mind in relation to what other people are saying. So I found that to be very refreshing, especially the class was kind of like sharing, what are your struggles? What are your sufferings? Because it's trying to cultivate compassion, right? So um, even just listening with our whole body and just hearing completely what the other person is saying, their body language, it really helps build that connection that people often lack and can lack because of the COVID situation. So that's just something that has been life-changing and a good perspective for me as well, because usually I'm always like, yes, I have been doing that, or I want to tell you something about what I experienced as well. And, and that has been useful for me. Can, can you give an example of where you change your approach now, because you followed that class that you would, uh, did you already notice from yourself that your response is different now? Yes. So the biggest shift was actually my relationship with my family because I have been inside of the house with them for four months now since I came back from the Netherlands. The first 
few weeks before I learned about compassionate listening, there were a bit of struggles because, you know, adjusting back from the, the Dutch lifestyle and just very outspoken and being independent to kind of collaborating again with family and adjusting with everyone's need. And now I don't judge them, I feel like, or I judge them less with my consciousness. Well, it's simple, but it helps me understand and see people not only in their relation to me, like my brother is my brother, but I see him as a human as a whole, if that makes sense. A little bit. I think the human as a whole, that's a bit new for me, but uh, <laughs> example, <laughs> perhaps yeah. I should follow the same lesson <laughs> to learn yeah. more about that. Yeah, for example, like me and my mom, I see my mom as my mom in relation to me. She's my mother. She has responsibilities. I have responsibilities as a kid in the same household. But now I also see her just as a person and detached from my mom's role of my mom, who cooks, who cleans, who takes care of us. But I just see her as a person who has her own troubles and so suffering, her own needs to be happy. And that started with compassionate listening to her and what she's trying to say. If that makes a bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Thank you for the extra explanation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this has been a very fun conversation, actually. It's it's just so nice to talk to you again. And hope people who are listening right now can benefit from our conversation. Because usually we just talk the two of us. Yeah, <laughs> for the people that are listening, definitely. If you want to talk further about this as well, uh, please uh, reach out. Be happy to uh, to talk with many people about topics like this. Where can people best follow you and connect to you if they want to collaborate with you as well? Yeah, I'd say LinkedIn. I'm not that active on uh, other social media channels. So I think LinkedIn is the one where I share uh, the most. Okay, cool. I will put your LinkedIn link on the description of this podcast for anyone who wants to reach out with Rennie and see if you can collaborate with Rennie in any way. It can last benefits for other people as well. Cool. Thank you for sharing, Rennie. And before we end, I have this a new segment that I ask my guests a word or I say to my guests a word and they say a word back. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Curious so, what kind of words. <laughs> so the words that I chose are actually um, through either your LinkedIn or your websites. So it's words that have been associated with you. And I think it's, it's, it actually resonates with how I, um, I see of your values. Okay, getting uh, anxious and curious now. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to go easy on you. Uh, are you ready? Shall we start? Yeah, okay. go ahead. So say a word or a sentence as fast as possible. Okay, ready? First word, youth. Future. Good. Second word, education. Empowerment. Awesome. Third word, global. Important. Fourth word, friendships. Ooh, uh, love. Perfect. Fifth word, Den Haag. Den Haag. <laughs> um, I would say home. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's all there is. Technically, I've... I'm not. I'm not from Den Haag, but I, I'm in the region. So, yeah, I'd say I can call it a home. Yeah, home. There's a lot of Indonesian food. You like nasi goreng, right? 
What's your favorite Indonesian food? Curious. Nasi gudeg. Nasi gudeg. Not nasi goreng, nasi gudeg. Okay. Yeah. Oh, fun fact, we both were in Yogyakarta, but in a different time. Exactly, yeah. That's why. I mean, it's a good exagon. Hopefully, when we all get to travel back, I would love to go to Yogyakarta and eat gudeg. A good gudeg. To be, to be honest, like, I just ordered a big poster from uh, one of my favorite workplaces in, in Yogyakarta because I can't travel there. I want to do have the same vibe here in the Netherlands. Um, so I'm going to have a huge poster of the view that I would normally have if I'm working in Yogyakarta. Wow. Just to uh, stay mentally sane without traveling there. That's a really interesting idea to, you know, kind of travel or recreate the vibe, which creating the vibes are all the the thing right now that you're doing. So hopefully all is well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for, for having me for this initiative. I think it's very interesting to talk with people from all over the world about these things. Uh, so thank you very much for enabling me and also to let me think about certain things as well. That's always good. So thank you for listening as well. Thank you for sharing, Rennie. Do you have any last words for our listeners, maybe on the topic of collaboration and bridging with other people before we finish this podcast? Yeah, well, um, surprisingly, we did not really talk about actually uh, the the topic of, of COVID and collaborating in, in these times, we, which is good in a way that we did not really talk about it. But I, I still want to, to mention it in a way is that I think Right now, what we've seen is that COVID is really uh, a global problem. Uh, we've seen that uh, COVID is anywhere. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Uh, no matter if you get sick personally, it still has an impact on your life. And I think we can only conquer this, this pandemic and future problems that are global uh, by working together. And I think that's very much important for the future is that we really try to look at different perspectives and then we really try to focus more on the, the common good instead of the individual perspective and I think um, that's perhaps something I'd like to close this with today is that we need to take care of one another and we can only do that by collaborating with them and not putting ourselves first but putting yeah, our community our country our well basically the global population first because we all live on the same planet and I think if we want to keep it that way uh, we need to work together to make sure that this planet and all the people in it will stay safe and healthy. That's a really great reminder. Thank you, Renny, for sharing and highlighting that important message for all of us. Thank you so much for everyone who has been listening to this podcast. I hope that you find some inspiring notes and actionable things that you can do. Feel free to write it down. You can share with me, share with Renny. You can also Contact and connect with Rennie. Follow his work through his LinkedIn and the podcast description. And I hope that you stay safe wherever you are. Take care and namaste. Namaste. Bye-bye. <laughs>